Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill, and joining me is Mr. Fro. How you doing? Hola, como estas? We have quite a newsworthy week of wrestling to discuss. Obviously, we're going to review AEW Revolution with two at least two, maybe three, incredible matches that took was place. Was there a pay-per-view this week? No. N- there was, no, there's no pay-per-view. That, we don't have another pay-per-view till WrestleMania. No, was that the pay-per-view this week? Oh, yeah, it was. This past Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, did I, did I watch that? Oh. You I, did. Oh, I did. Oh. You made it through the whole thing. <sighs> I made it through the wilderness. <laughs> Somehow I made it through. I have to hear a lot of Madonna sometimes at work, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm kind of immune well, that were, to that. That was the weird Al Young Watch right. version. Yes. So yeah, we are going to talk about AEW Revolution. We're going to give our grades and thoughts on the matches, and then we're going to talk about what David P. Meltzer gave the matches. Um, yeah, because he's he's the most important one when it comes to wrestling. Oh, scoring. absolutely! You know, and, like I mean, who cares about anybody else's scores? Uh, yeah, who cares about what we think? Yeah, <laughs> not even we think we are important. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, are we going to talk about gambling? Yes, that is a topic that we are going to talk about. Uh, actually, you know mm-hmm. what? Why don't we start with that? Because, um, and I had, excuse me, I had talked about this on the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast, which you guys can check out. We did a review of WrestleMania 12 on the episode. Um, so for those that haven't been in the loop, basically the WWE is trying to get some states in the U.S. to start having gambling on certain WWE matches. It's not all WWE matches, but certain ones. Well, as I as I understood, it was it was they are ma- mainly chasing for like the big pay per views. Exactly. Yeah. I, I will explain in details why this is the most stupid idea ever, but we will talk about it a little later. Right. So, on Wednesday, because I had actually kept the timeline going. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, they started with Michigan and Colorado. Um, according to a Michigan gaming spokesperson, the Michigan Gaming Control Board publishes a sports wagering catalog. When updates to the catalog are approved, the information is shared publicly through the agency's website and with sportbook operators. The Colorado Division of Gaming told CNBC it is not currently considering and has not considered allowing sports betting wagers on WWE matches. A spokesperson noted Colorado currently has a statute prohibiting wagers on events with fixed or predicted outcomes, including the Academy Awards. Right. Why would you even want to gamble on the Academy Awards? Uh, don't ask me. I definitely don't have bets on the Academy Awards, he lied. Right. And then Thursday... Uh, <laughs> I do have bets on that Academy Awards. So I'm one of those stupid people. Yeah, but you're not in the U.S. I give you a pass. Oh, oh, that's true. I am not in I the I give US. you a pass. Because mm. I, I know for a fact in Europe, you guys... Well, not you in particular, but a lot of Europeans gamble on just about anything. Well, definitely the Academy Awards. I have some, I have some bets there, but yeah. Um, so, uh, so Thursday, uh, Indiana was the newest state to be mentioned, mm-hmm. and WWE has already registered with the Indiana Gaming Commission a move related to this initiative, one of the people said. So, 
Uh, as I understand it, mainly they are going to use DraftKing, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Yeah. So, why is this stupid, you ask me? Well, I will tell you. Uh, so, one of the reasons uh, why they they were like, oh, this, is, this will be okay because... Uh, uh, even uh, who puts on the matches will not know the outcome of the matches. Okay. Right. How the literal fuck are you going to build storylines? Like, yeah. If, if nobody knows the outcome before the day and it's only the wrestlers that knows the outcome... Nobody else, like nobody that's like in charge of the WWE. How are you going to spill, uh, like tell storylines if the outcome is is up to the wrestlers? Right. That's impossible. Like, are we going back a hundred plus years to where, like? the gamblers go to the athletes are like, hey, you gotta throw the yeah. fight. Or hey, yeah, you gotta yeah, throw yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just uh, allowing allowing gambling on WWE matches would alter how matches are produced. Mm -hmm. And how, how storylines is created. And that's how how stupid it is like i don't i, I don't think it should be allowed like uh, uh, because like i said it is uh, it is storyline based and if we take out the storyline based part of the wrestling is it then interesting i mean like and i want to i want to say this Mm. With Europe, I totally get that they bet on wrestling. Like, oh, yeah. I, I get it. Because it doesn't affect you guys as much. Nope. Here, in the United States, um, I'm not sure. I really don't know. Like, okay, like, I... Because you and I, we both know WWE and AEW, they do stuff with... Uh, DraftKings, but right. but it's only like questions and stuff. They don't do like oh who do you th like? They're not saying yeah you know who's, who's gonna, gonna win. win. Yeah, exactly. Right. When and they... it's even says here, WWE executives have uh, proposed that scripted results of matches uh, uh, will be locked months ahead of time, according to people familiar with the matter. Oh yeah. The wrestlers themselves mm -hmm. wouldn't know whatever uh, they were winning or losing until shortly before the match takes part. Right. <laughs> that is impossible. It is. Like how 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 are you going to do that? It, like uh, for example, how are, are they going to 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 train to do moves? Uh, like I finishing. I just, it just doesn't mix. I, I don't know if this is going to pass. I really don't know. so incredibly stupid. I, I think it is one of the, yeah, I, I think it is, I think it is incredibly stupid. Um, yeah, this is actually something that I'm going to keep Even an eye on. Even though I bet you regret not betting $20 on CM Punk. Not <laughs> you said five. <laughs> I said five, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, this is something I know I'm going to keep my eye on, and I'm sure, Fro, you probably will as well, just to mm -hmm. see if anything happens. Because the whole thing with betting... You know, with FanDuel and DraftKings, is becoming a big deal in the United States now, yeah. and WWE sees this as an opportunity to jump on to branch board. out. Yeah, to branch yeah. out, absolutely. So, and I totally get it. If it was legitimately, uh, if it was uh, matches that wasn't predetermined, I would have nothing against this. Uh, 
it is that it is a part of the storyline. It would be a little like betting who dies on the soap opera next Right. Time. Or who who will who who will be killed in 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 the next episode of of I don't know Grace Autonomy, and uh, or something like that. Like it it it's just like it it it's stupid. It's stupid because it 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 interferes. I I I think it interferes with the storyline. Like let's say, for example, that the betting odds. Uh, let's say, say there's a match between Roman Reigns and and Jericho. Okay. Let's say okay, and the odds is like okay, uh, uh, it's eighty percent sure that Roman Reigns will win, but uh, it's twenty percent that uh, Jericho wins. What if they sh- uh, then change it on the day just to make people? bet more on the underdogs right like how 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 can we know mm-hmm. how what the storylines were exactly makes absolutely no sense um i'm not gonna end this bit without asking who did you bet on the academy awards for for sunday <laughs> i will tell you at the end Damn it, because I, I, I mean, I'm not watching the Oscars until they get to Best Picture this year. Well, that's what I kind of do at this point, because I don't really watch the Oscars anymore. Right, but I, I, I watched Oscars last year, and I was so happy, <laughs> because I saw the slap live. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, uh, okay, yeah, no, I have, I have $5 on Kate Winslet winning uh, female. And I have five dollars on uh, Brendan Fraser winning mail. You might That's win on Brendan Fraser. You might win on that one. I think Kate Winslet is maybe. Uh, uh, sorry, Blanchett. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Is the one. Yeah, yeah is it, the one that is most unsure because I think maybe the woman from Everything Everywhere All at Once will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh yeah, and of course I have five dollars for that on um, best picture. Uh, but uh, yeah, all right. I- I'm glad you didn't wager money on every category. No, although that would have been I funny mean, just to do. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, I can probably say that you, if I, if I was a very big betting man, I would put my house on a Pinocchio winning. Best, Best animated, uh, a- a- animated, but uh, yeah, don't listen to me. Right. All right. I was just curious. Okay. Um, we let's get to some other news. Um, game oh, yeah. changer. Oh, oh. Game oh, changer oh. wrestling is mm. opposing AEW for the trademark to fight forever. Of course, the video game that has won awards and will be coming out at some point. Um, Winning awards. Right. Well, it's true. They actually did that. get a couple of awards. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know um, but it's, it's, it's funny that you say it that way because it sounds like it's out already. Uh, Wrestle Inc. reported on Friday that Game Changer Wrestling filed to oppose the trademark AEW Fight Forever on March the 1st. However, it requested a 90-day extension of time to formally oppose. The United States Patent and Trademark Office granted that extension the following day. According to GCW's opposition appeal, they are asking for 90 days in order to investigate and confer with with counsel. The document also said that GCW is currently engaged in settlement discussions with applicant. That's referring to AEW. Mm-hmm. Responding to a fan on Twitter, GCW owner Brett Lauderdale wrote that, and I quote, GCW has never and will never ask for a dollar of Tony Khan's money, unquote. <laughs> Okay. So, so, you wait until possibly the last minute to bring this up? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's stupid. It's... I, I don't think they have a chance in hell. Not unless they could settle out of court. No. Hmm. We'll have to... Anyway. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Should we talk about Buyaka Buyaka Rey Mysterio? Yes. So last night on SmackDown, and this is kind of interesting, and I'll, and I'll, say, I'll say why it's interesting. Last night, uh, Rey Mysterio was announced as the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2023. Mm -hmm. The rumor that had been going around late in the afternoon was they were going to announce the first inductee, and a lot of people thought it was going to be the great Muda going in, which I do believe he will go in this year. I do. Okay. But out of the blue, out of nowhere, Rey Mysterio is the first inductee. Um... I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I think personally it is okay. I I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. I think it's I think it's it's cool, uh, but I am thinking that maybe his last match will be. Uh, this uh, this uh, uh, WrestleMania then against his own son. Um. Okay. First off, I was shocked. I was shocked. Not that Ray was going in because I knew he was going to go in at some point, and, and and I think you probably were in the same boat as well. Oh yeah, I just think it's a bit early. I, but if he wants to like retire, I think which he which he has the right to. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like because we had talked about a few weeks ago, because mm -hmm. we had said no one's Last been week, announced. Actually. Yeah, we were like, no one's been announced. Is it Batista? Is it John Cena? You know, and then it's Rey Mysterio, and. I'm not saying that Ray doesn't deserve this. He does. He does, but it's a bad headliner. It just feels weird, I think. And I think, to your point, he is an active wrestler, but maybe he's starting to slow down. Maybe the end is coming. And they just wanted to give Ray the headlining spot for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, I, I've watched him since he first got to WCW, which was in 96, which was over 25 years ago, which doesn't seem at all possible at this point. Mm. Um, he's influenced a lot of smaller wrestlers into saying, this can be you. This can be you. You can achieve what Ray has achieved. And everywhere he's gone, you know, he's been successful. Um But uh, the great Muda, yeah. I I think they will break the forbidden door and he, and induct him as well. How did you not, you know? The yeah. career that he's had? Well, they did it a couple years ago with Liger, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, they're going to start doing that more often, but... But, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think the Great Muda is... But I, I think that's a bigger get than Rey Mysterio, to be fair. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you on that, but at the same time, it's like... We have to remember this is the WWE Hall of Fame, and sure. they're not going to put an outsider as the headliner. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. 
I understand that. But so yeah, I don't uh, agree to it. But right, I understand it. So yeah, the rumor that it came out a few weeks ago saying Batista was going to be the headliner. Well, that ain't happening. So now I'm kind of interested to see what the rest of this class is. It will be an interesting class for sure. Oh yeah, and and yes. I know the WWE is not a real Hall of Fame, and there's no physical building, and blah, 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 but it's for the wrestlers. It's not for us. It's for the wrestlers. Remember five years ago when the rumor was that they were going to build one? In oh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Uh, what dreams can be. What dreams can be. All right. Uh, one more story. And then we're going to get to our review of Revolution. And this is a big story. So, next month, WWE is going to meet with potential buyers. Mm -hmm. CNBC is reporting that WWE is set to meet with potential buyers in April in preparation for first round bids. The article stated that there is no guarantee that a transaction will take place. Talks of a potential sale have ramped up since Vince McMahon returned to power in January, installing himself and two others onto the board of directors, which ultimately voted him back as the chairman of the board. At the time, McMahon said that he had made his return to the company with intention of selling the promotion. McMahon had been ousted last July after it was revealed he used company funds to pay for hush money allegations. Alright. I think it's just going to be said right now no one is going to get the company on this first round of bids. Uh, no. It That's pretty much how this works. Yeah, no. I think, I think we... If we are getting a sale, we're getting it late in this year. Um, if we get a sale, if we get a sale, um, I think it'll be, I say in the summer. Okay. I think it's even later than that. I think we're t uh, talking October and November. Okay. But what will be interesting is to see who, um, Ooh. yeah, who, who, um, Ooh. who they end up, you know, who's there, who's at that first round of, you know, of meetings and stuff. I will say this if AEW. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh so my god to think about but but if aew buys up wwe i i don't know if i'm i would be happy i i think i i i think competition is very good and i don't think aew would be a good buyer of wwe but yeah. uh, they have the money so I mean, I, I mean, I, I think everyone here that listens will agree with you with that statement, but I do it's think it's not impossible. Oh, it's not. It's definitely not. <laughs> no. it, oh, it's definitely not. But if they do buy it, which is a big if, mm -hmm. I think Tony Khan will be smart enough to keep the two brands separated. <sighs> He's not going to do what Vince did 20 years ago. No. He's not going to do it. Uh. He's learned. He he is a student of the game. He knows the <laughs> history. You know, he's not I he's not going to bring them together. I really don't. Okay. Okay. But I don't think he we'll will see. get it. I I don't think he will get it. Well, the rumors is that uh, Saudi Arabia is out, so that's good. Really? I have not heard that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm still kind of hoping for Disney. I agree. So, we will have to see 
how things go on that. But now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the pay-per-view of this year, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> because holy moly, this was a good pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. This was. Um, so AEW Revolution was this past Sunday night. Uh, mm -hmm. San Francisco, California. I, I believe the attendance was like 9,000 and there were 8,000 paid, so that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's just dive into it. We're going to go through all nine matches and we're going to give our grades to each of the matches and we're going to give you Dave Meltzer's grades only because uh, just to I'm sure some of you are probably going to get a laugh out of some of these. Others maybe, you know, make you shake your head. Who who knows what your reaction is going to be. So, we had the pre-show match, which mm -hmm. was Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers against Ari Davari, Josh Woods, and Tony Nese. I thought this was a perfect pre-show match. Uh, it got pretty long time uh, to be on a pre-show. Uh, it was a fun match. Uh, I liked it. It was good for what it was, I thought. Yeah. Um, I guess a little early on, I wasn't too focused on the match because... I guess my thought was, oh, maybe they're going to wait a... You know, I thought it was going to be a little bit later, but they did it right away. Um, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it. I, I gave it a D plus. Oh, I gave it a C minus. Okay. Uh, would you like to guess what Mr. Meltzer gave this match? Two stars. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, now we go to the main pay-per-view, and we start with Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks. This was... You know what? This was a good opening match. Yep. Um, it, it was a little slow in the beginning, but it did pick up, and it did get better. And I liked where... Guevara tried to get involved towards the end, but Action Andretti is right there, and Andretti's going to be a star. He's he's going to be a star. Oh, I see things in him, yeah. Um, Ricky Starks got the win with the Rochambeau. Um, this was a this was a good match, and this definitely is the end of this rivalry. Thank God. <laughs> um. What grade did you give this match? I gave it a C minus as well. Alright. Um I gave this a C. Okay. Now what rating do you think Meltzer gave this one? Well, I thought it was better than the opening match, so maybe three and a half stars. Four stars. Okay. So the next match is Christian Cage and Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a final burial match. I really, really like this match. I had a lot of fun with this. It was a little. Uh oh. You there for? Really a... loved the ending. Yeah. Huh. So could you say that again? You kind of dropped off for a second. Oh, I said uh, I. I really liked this match. Uh, this was a little bit slow in the beginning, but holy moly, I loved the ending. This was a fun, fast-paced match. It yep. did everything that it needed to be. Yep. Um, I know I laughed at the little bit of the cheesy ending, when once the casket door was closed, <laughs> it just went, Vroom! Woof! 
Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Um, it was like a magic trick. It was. And it took so yeah. long. That's the funny yeah. part. Was yeah. It took so freaking long. Um, obviously, that's the end of that feud. And yes. Jungle Boy can now go on to potentially win a singles title. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I have this as a B minus, actually. Uh, I gave this a C plus. Cool. All right. Uh, what rating do you think Meltzer gave this one? Uh, four and a half. Four stars. Ah, okay. Now and we the birds go... really like this. Yeah, apparently yeah. they like the uh, fast part. Yeah. All right. Uh, next match was the trios tag team titles the house of black against the elite wow Ooh, this was good yeah this was another good match <laughs> um if this match had been on dynamite this would have been the most talked about match of the week yep uh this ends up being for me the third best match on the show <laughs> i totally agree yeah and that's amazing considering who we got yeah. in that match um no, this was a really good match. Really enjoyed it. Good psychology between all six of the men. Yeah. Um, it was just a fun match to watch. It just it was. Kept me, it kept, kept me entertained from from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I agree, this is my third favorite match of the night. Really, really love this. And I was kind of surprised at the way that it ended and yeah, that me too. the House of Black won the titles. Yeah, out of more or less nowhere. Yeah. I was I was a hundred percent sure that uh, that the champions were going to keep it, but I'm 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 happy I was wrong. But if you're going to elevate that division, you're gonna need yeah. guys that are gonna be there very often. Yeah. The House of Black are going to be there very often. So I they're, they're going to be champs for a while, I think. Um, I gave this a B plus. I gave this a B plus as well. Wow. All right. Uh, do you want to guess what Meltzer gave this? Uh, four and a half. Four and three quarters. Ooh, that was close. All right. Uh... Then we go to the AEW women's title match. Jamie Hayter defending against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Is this, a, is this a bit sad that this was probably the worst match on the card? I didn't think it was. Really? Okay. It was just in a tough position to follow the yeah. match that just happened. I... 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 I really didn't like this. Uh, I think the ending was... Uh, is it the quickest match of the night as well? Uh, I believe it was. Yeah, I think it is the shortest match, including the pre-show. No, actually, um, no. No, actually, no, no. yeah, it is. It is. Not by much, yeah. though. Not by much. No. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, the chemistry wasn't really there. Uh, I think the storytelling was good. I liked the ending uh, with uh, 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 Rubisoho turning heel and everything like that. But the match itself was a little lackluster. It was a little too early over for me. I like my wrestling matches to have a little more drama back and forward. Things like that. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, this is going to get my first D+. Plus. Um, okay, well, I must have been on a different high than you were watching this match. And, and not, not mm. drug-related, I just meant like natural, you know, how we're feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that bad of a match. I, mm. I really didn't. Um, I do agree with you that they didn't get enough time needed um, they probably should have gotten maybe another two or three minutes, but 
that's just me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't normally complain on times and stuff, so. Um, Hater had to win, obviously, and she did. And then Soho turning, I thought was a real good spot there. So now you have a female yeah. faction. Um, I gave this a B minus. Okay. Now, what do you think old Davy Boy gave this match? Two and a half stars. Uh, you're close. Three stars. Okay. Then we go to the Texas Death Match. John Moxley and Adam Page. Holy yeah, cow! Go ahead. I don't. I don't care what people say. I know that people love the main event, but this was the match of the night. This was the one you were the most looking forward to. And it was the match of the night. I mean... For me it was. Right. I mean, these guys just went out, busted their ass. They bled. They, you know, went into barbed wire. Uh, we had bricks involved. Oh, that brick spot. It was just Still. a good old fashion bar fight yeah like i said this is getting an a plus for me i i was really looking forward to it and it extended my expectations of what uh, a deathmatch should be like i i really 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 enjoyed it i really enjoyed it too um I'm a little bit lower on the grade than you are, mm. but but not by much. Um, I gave this an A. It was that good of a match. The right guy went over. The fans oh, were the fans were into it from beginning to end, and they just were into it. I loved the ending. I loved where it was basically Paige hanging moxley and moxley mm. knowing you know i can't get out of this tapped out and him tapping out does not hurt him at all nope it does not hurt him, him at all him getting the chain around his neck there and just i love the spot mm -hmm. where he he tapped as well i i just thought this was so good, it put uh, over both of the guys amazingly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, this was definitely my match of the night. I I, I know that people uh, loved the main event. Don't get me wrong, I loved the, the main event as well. But I, for me, this was a better match. Okay. Uh, then we go to the... TNT Championship match, Samoa Joe defending... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, what what rating do you think Dave Meltzer gave this match? Five stars. He did give it five stars. Yeah. Um, Now we go to the TNT title match, Samoa Joe defending against Wardlow. Can I, can I say this was disappointing? You can say it. <laughs> okay. It, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. I I don't like hot potato wrestling. I have said this before on this podcast before when they change uh, the title back and forward. Um, so for people that do doesn't watch AEW, he lost it to, on AEW. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I was like, why? Why? Why not let not just Samoa Joe lose it then? Mm -hmm. Like why why have a have a title change uh, that is there for uh, two days? Mm -hmm. It's stupid. This was my least favorite match of the pay per view. And I don't understand that. And, and I'm saying of the pay-per-view. I'm not counting the six-man tag. That was a pre-show match. It's like in its own little area. Um, it just never had a chance. It yeah. never 
had uh, and, a chance. And definitely not after that <laughs> death match. Oh, yeah. no. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Um, uh, and to a point, you're kind of right with this match because with what happened on Wednesday, with Hobbs yeah. winning the title. Yeah. Uh, I gave I mean, it a... That was that was the that was the plan the the whole time. So oh, why yeah. not just let Samoa Joe lose it on Wednesday instead? Mm -hmm. I gave this a C. I gave it a C minus. Uh, wanna guess what Meltzer rated this? Uh, two and a quarters. Damn, you got it on the nose. Yeehaw! Two in a row for Fro here. Nice. All right. Um, then we had the four-way match for the AEW tag titles. The Guns. Oh, this was fun. The Guns defending against the acclaimed Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. Again, uh, just the position of the match. Because yeah. you knew what was going to be next after yeah. this. Um, but still, still, I liked it. it oh, no, it, it was a enjoyable match it, it was an enjoyable match i think i think uh pinning dan Housen was the correct uh move yeah definitely uh very glad orange cassidy did his did some amazing moves in this mm -hmm. i just love i love orange cassidy i i see great things in him in the future, I have always liked him. Is is probably my favorite AEWE uh, WWE wrestler of uh, right now. Like other than MJF. And the thing is, no one was affected by the outcome of the match. It's not nope. like, oh, they lost. You know, they got hurt. No, every everybody was fine where they were. Um. They're just in a position where they are right now. And then after yeah. the match, FTR comes out to a return. So hey. we're going to get an FTR guns feud uh, real soon. And that one's been kind of been building up since December. So I'm looking forward to yeah. that one. I am really looking forward to that one. And I'm happy I was right about one thing. <laughs> um, what grade did you give this match? I gave it just a C plus. I gave it a C. Um, what did you give, or not? Not what you give. What did Dave Meltzer give this match? Uh, three and a half. Very close. Three and a quarter. Ooh, Ooh that was close again. All right, now to the main event, the sixty-minute. Iron Man match. Whew. Brian Danielson, match. MJF for the AEW World Title. Um, obviously, we're not going to get every spot here because we'd be here forever. There. Yeah, that. Yeah. One thing I liked, because uh, there's mm. a lot of things that I like, but I want to point out the first thing. Mm. We didn't get a first fall for over 20 plus minutes. Yeah, I also like that. And I also like that they didn't show the time all the time. Mm-hmm. Very clever use of the clock. Um, I do think... I think the first half of this match was so-so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why it's not my favorite match of the, the night. I will say... That I'm surprised of how good it was in the last half. I mean, the last half was just holy guacamole. It was good. Mm -hmm. uh, MJF being the heel, Danielson playing clean, uh, just, just incredibly good. But uh, yeah, no, for me, for me, I I think I think. Uh, them not having a, a pinfall before 20 minutes kind of like was like okay when are we getting it okay is it soon 
Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, the pacing of this match was a little bit slow. Uh, but when it got going, holy moly, it got going. Yeah. So, uh, Danielson gets the first fall with the running knee. And mm -hmm. then MJF is disqualified after hitting a low blow onto Danielson. Danielson's up yep. to nothing. And then, in one of the smartest booking decisions I think I've ever seen in my life, MJF, seeing Danielson down, goes for a pin. One, two, three. It's now two to yep. one. Then, yep. MJF does it again within three seconds. One, two, three. Yep. And we're tied up at two. And it's like, holy cow, that is so freaking brilliant. You know, like, you, you you hit the low blow, you get yourself intentionally disqualified, and then you just pick up two falls in a row. And yeah, he almost got smart, a third. Yeah, yeah, he almost got clever. a third, yeah. Um, and then there was that amazing spot where MJF hit the elbow through the table on the Danielson. <laughs> so good. Which was great. Yeah. Um, and then there was a pile driver which MJF hit to take the 3-2 lead. And then Danielson locks in a submission move on the MJF to tie it up at three. And then we get to the finish of mm. or at least the 60 minutes. Because... Danielson's got MJF at first in a half crab. And he's doing, MJF is doing everything he can to hold on. To get, yeah, and get to the ropes. Right. Because he knows, you know, like, if he can hold on, it goes to a tie. And he's doing, like, the facial emotion. Both guys are bleeding, by the way. The facial emotion on MJF is so good especially when it taps out exactly, after exactly after the bill exactly because yeah. it hits 60 minutes and then at 60 minute one seconds is when he taps out <laughs> so good and then you know the the ring announcer says that the match is a draw because it's tied at three yeah and people are giving the right reaction you're know, like Oh, come on, you know, 60-minute Iron Man match. And then Tony Schiavone gets a word. He goes to ringside. And he's like, oh, I'll gladly tell the ring announcer. <laughs> so, yeah. then, so then we get the announcement that the match has to continue. So the next fall wins the match. So good. And it's so... It gets even better because... Yep. MJF grabs the belt and the ref tells him if you hit him with the belt you're going to get disqualified and you're going to lose the title <laughs> and he's like ah shit and then Daniel says got MJF in another hold and MJF gets his ring and he's you know going to hit him with the ring and the ref sees him with the ring and he's like no no he takes the ring off of him <laughs> so good. And then MGF is so close to the ropes. He puts his middle finger on the rope and then <laughs> taps out again. And then Danielson thinks he's won the match. Yep. But the referee tells him, no, you didn't. So MGF rolls to the outside. And he grabs this oxygen tank which had been used on him after the match so danielson looks for him he looks down mgf hits him with the oxygen tank and, and hides it under a ring right the ref never saw it yep so then mgf puts the label lock on danielson and danielson you know, it looks like he's done. But then he gets this urge in him. And he's trying to fight it. He's trying to fight it. And then he just can't. And he taps out. He tapped out to his own 
move. That's so good. And MJF <sighs> wins. Yep. You know, I love this match. I love the storytelling of this match. Really, really good from both of the guys. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, the ending was just superb. MJF's a made man now. Oh, yeah. Anyone who had any doubt about MJF, after this, he's a made man. Oh, definitely. My God, what a performance by both men. And the funny thing is, the night before, I watched WrestleMania 12. Mm-hmm. For, you know, because I had to review it. And I watched the original Iron Man match, Brad and Sean. And I sat, you know, I watched the match in one sitting. And it went so quick because I hadn't seen that match in so long. So when it was over and it was done, I was like, okay, how are these two talking about MGF and Brian? How are they going to top this? And they did. Uh, yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Is it the greatest Iron Man match I've ever seen? Uh, it's up for debate. I'll say that. Oh, it's definitely my favorite Iron Man match of all time. It's either that or the Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar one. That one is still mm. so good, but um, what did you give this match? I gave it an A. I gave it an A plus. Yeah. Like I like I said, I can understand it. Now, what do you think Meltzer gave this match? Well, uh, I watched uh, the day after. I watched um, a the press conference, and MJF comes comes out and yells at Mel Meltzer uh, uh, because I think he gave it four stars, right? Nope. No. He gave it five and three quarter stars. Ah, okay. Oh, we should mention real quick. Um, we there was one part we did forget to mention. During the match, MJF goes in the crowd, and he takes a drink from someone, and throws oh yeah throws the drink on this kid. Yeah, and that was not the plan. No. Well, what we found out was it was tequila. Yeah. So they ended up taking the son and his mother backstage and he got to meet some of the wrestlers. Yeah, no, that was unprofessional of MJF, but MJF is MJF. He is. Not not saying that it's acceptable, but still. No, no. No. Um, but he, he, like, in the press conference, he was asked, and he's like, the, the guy looked a little bit thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, this was a really good show. Um, I guess yeah, I'd have... Yeah, what would you give it all over? I think I'd have to give it an A-. minus. Yeah, I agree. It's probably the best grade that I could give it. Yeah, I agree. And I didn't have enough time to do a poll, so I don't know what other people thought. So um, we'll just go with that. We will go with that. Yes. All right. Uh, well, on that note, it uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. And... Let's get it to the plugs, and we're going to start with Fro and what he had this week on Another Digital Citizen. Well, we did uh, the Oscar and Rassist's predictions, and that's always fun. Yeah. Is that the Razzies uh, being streamed? Uh, don't know. I would like to have that on TV one year. Yeah. Just one year. Uh, yeah, Oscars is tonight, right? Uh, tomorrow night. 
Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, real quick, over or under, at least two mentions of the Will Smith slap at the Oscars. Uh, over. I'm gonna say under. Okay. I think it'll be mentioned one time, and that'll be it. Mm. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at thewrestlingshow.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, Wrestling Show 11. Follow us on Instagram, That Wrestling Show. And join our Facebook group, That Wrestling Show Fan Group, where you can join over 500 members to discuss everything going on in the world of pro wrestling. Do it! Uh, now to give some shout-outs and podcasts you guys should check out. Starting with our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe, Mara Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn. Uh, it's another week of the 85 canon where they watch another episode of WWF Championship Wrestling from August 10th, 1985. That is on our Vantage Point. Also, check out GFA Live, Greetings from Allentown with Peter Winson and Keithy. As this week, it is part one of the 1988 Survivor Series. So, um, I have not had a chance to listen to that, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty fun considering it's four matches on that Survivor Series. So, check it out. Greetings from Allentown. Also, check out Juice Pro Wrestling, where this week, them Juice Boys recap the Revolution pay-per-view with Dan the Man from World of Kayfabe Podcast, as well as the latest news in pro wrestling. So check out Juice Pro Wrestling. And check out the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. It's another week of exciting Memphis wrestling and his new podcast, The Monday Night Project, where he watches every episode of Monday Night Raw. This week, he is on the September 27th episode of Monday Night Raw. That's this week on the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. If you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, where this week it is Chapter 2 of their stories of Weird, the Al Yankovic story, some behind-the-scenes stuff on the movie that should have won the Academy Award for Best Picture this year, but won't because the Roku channel executives are a bunch of dicks. So check it out. David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. I also agree to that. Also, check out Escape from Vault Disney, where this week they discuss the 2016 biopic, The Finest Hours. That is this week on Escape from Vault Disney. Uh, Fro, do you like cereal? Who doesn't like cereal? I don't. <laughs> oh, uh, do you have? I am weird. Uh, do you have uh, uh, favorites? Uh, gosh, uh, pop snap and crinkle. Um, Rice crispy. Rice krispies. Uh, yeah, no, I I do like. Um, I don't know which is the one with the marshmallows in it. Uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. I like that one. Well, then you might want to check out this week's episode of Acid Washed Memories, where they come out with the Mount Rushmore of cereal. And they have Ooh. a special guest, Alyssa Marino. Not Alyssa Milano, Alyssa Marino. Uh, that is this week on Acid Washed Memories. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where Fro and I, we discuss the latest South Park episode, Deep Learning, and the newest episode of the podcast comes out, where I review hashtag rehash. And finally, check out Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Tomorrow, myself and Jim, we make the official announcement of when Season 4 of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts begins. That is on Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Cool. Uh, so, Fro, I actually 
have a topic for us next week. Uh-huh. Since we are getting closer and closer to WrestleMania, we're three weeks away. I happened to watch a video the other day, and I thought, this could be a fun topic for Fro and I to do. Okay. Next week, we are going to pick, each of us, our top three worst WrestleMania main events. <laughs> okay. The I'm going to be controversial. I, I already know that already now. <laughs> I, have, I have a main event of WrestleMania that a lot of people like, but I despise. So, All right. Yeah. We'll have to have to see how that turns out. Um, Maybe we should do best as well. Yeah. We'll, oh, actually, we'll do that as well. So we'll do a top three worst and a top three best. Mm -hmm. So that'll be pretty fun, actually. So I'll, I'll mm -hmm. have some thinking to do over the week. So, cool. Uh, on that note, everybody, have a good, safe week. Uh, have fun, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, if you're betting on the Oscars, bet smartly, bet wisely. Yeah, yeah, and, and bet on uh, bet on Pinocchio. And <laughs> come back next week for another <laughs> episode of that wrestling show, the podcast. And as always, oh. The yeah, podcast where all pro wrestling matters and as always, wrestle on! Wrestle on! <laughs>